He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. folks it's wednesday i'm drew berkwist this is my show that was first lady jill biden kissing doug emhoff right on the mouth kamala's think take that in not only is it a strange look but you're touching something that's touched kamala's mouth which lord knows we know a lot of stuff's gone in there but we don't know what's going on with that now pretty crazy and again i know there's people who are like oh you know some people just do it that way but you shouldn't you shouldn't okay you, you kiss your wife on the lips maybe 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 some people I, I can give a pass on the kids to a certain age but you don't kiss another person's spouse on the lips you just don't do it the Ooh. cheek thing i'm not a big fan of the cheek thing either if i'm being honest especially if you're wearing lipstick don't get your lipstick on my face i don't want it on there but that was all Maybe they swing, says Kathy Ross. Exactly. Maybe they do. Who, Lord knows. I mean, we know the uh, quite mischievous past of Jill and Joe Biden, and of course Kamala as well. So what's to say that Doug's not into all that too? He's he's got to be. Lots to get into today. Lots to get into today. We're going to obviously spend a good portion of our time on the State of the Union address. That's going to be coming up here in a second. We're also going to touch on a couple other stories. Then on Booze and Banter, we've got the, you probably have seen this story circulating. The, the Church of England is considering making God gender neutral. You heard that right. Doesn't make a, a lick of sense. The obvious, we'll, we'll get into that. We're going to get into that. Some plans that the IRS has, obviously for all of us, but also for waiters and waitresses out there. I don't even know if we can say waiters and waitresses now because that genders people, but but they've got some plans for that. There's plenty we're going to get into. Red, Red Voice Media is where we'll do it. That's going to be where, be where Booze and Banter is. You go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew to sign up. That's how you do it. You can try it for a dollar, folks. Try it for a dollar. If you don't like us, then leave. I hope you don't. I don't think you will. But redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew, that's where you sign up. Then to watch, you click Red Vo You go to redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB for Booze and Banter. Or you can go to the live stream, the, the live premium tab at the top of the site. That's where you'll find us right after the show today. Again, over at redvoicemedia.com. Please sign up. We've had a lot of people doing that. And we've got some good news for you chatters over there. We're going to show you how to change your username. So that's what populates Texas Panhandle. We're talking to you. I know you've already been squared away. But for others, it's going to be good. We're excited. Anarchy, thanks so much for the chat or for the uh, super chat. Appreciate that. Appreciate all of you guys getting here today on time we were we were mostly on time but let's get into the state of the union well real quick just back on that kiss this was sent from just now this was just sent from someone over at red voice media uh, one of the guys there zach great guy yeah he said, i love zach you sure you sure it was closed mouth because look <laughs> at that it looks like it might have been open mouth um and so obviously someone zoomed mm. in to check that out um i yeah. mean <laughs> that you know, I, I didn't think that it would get as much attention as it did today. I'm glad that it did on social media because it's everywhere. I mean, I literally can't scroll past a couple posts on Twitter, for example, and not see a picture or a video of that. 
But I noticed it last night when it happened. I was kind of like, "What the what the hell just happened?" I looked to my wife, yeah. like, "Like, did she just like, <laughs> she just kissed him on the mouth, right? Like that that happened." Yeah, I was monitoring the stream last night, and I was just doing some stuff. I looked over, and I was like, "Wait, did I? What did I just?" Mi-? And then it just cut away. And I'm like, "Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Forget what he's about to say. Can we talk yeah. about this for a go second? Back to that. I mean, oh. it was in a public place on right? TV. Your husband's right there." He doesn't know where he is. In fairness, maybe that's the game. Like, yeah. I, 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 I don't even want to go into what their rules are. Like, what they're like, what's fair and what's in 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 play and what's not in their relationship. I, I want nothing to do with any part of that conversation. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Last night's State of the Union address had a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything, including Kristen Sinema's yellow Teletubby dress. That was just a weird look. She's a strange person. I get it. Seemed more like a cry for attention than a fashion statement to me. But let's get past dresses. Let's get into the substance of what the so-called commander-in-chief had to say. And if I'm being honest, if we're all being a little bit honest, we're going to pick on him a whole hell of a lot today because last night was a disaster. But he did make it through without making too many giant errors in terms of his speech. There's some. We're going to share them. There's some other stuff. He slurred and mumbled some incoherent words here and there. But there were fewer traditional joe biden gaffes than i anticipated they had his meds dosed up the right way to get him through don't worry though again as we all know if you watched it or if you've seen clips of it today the message was still a disaster it was devoid of reality it was plump full of lies and we're going to get into a lot of that the temperature was elevated it was elevated though when when he would mention some of these half truths and lies it was a feisty crowd last night the new gop or at least some of them, wasn't going to let Biden mislead people. He wasn't going to let, at least they weren't going to let his attempts to mislead people go unchallenged. Here was one of those moments. We got several more later, but here was one. Fentanyl is killing more than 70,000 Americans a year. You got it. I love Kamala's uncomfortable look there, too. Uh, That was awesome. But having an open border is a massive problem. And having an open border and allowing fentanyl to pour through is legitimately 100%. He said the stat there. I think the numbers are higher than that. It's, It's killing Americans. We talked about it yesterday, in fact. And the new GOP were shouting for the border to be closed, calling Toxic Joe a murder, which a case can be made. A case can be made that those overdose deaths fall squarely on his shoulders. And all of the the left-wingers who want these borders open, that need these borders open. And to me, look, there's lots of outrage. Of course, Adam Kinzinger cries about everything. But I I wish we could go back to a time of decorum. Shut up, dude. Shut up. It didn't bother me what, whatever. I mean, not not one little ounce, the shouting. Because we've let this, the the old GOP, a lot of the people who are still there, but the old guard, we've let them sell us down the road by being these happy losers. It's, it's, we can't do that anymore. No more. It seems like we've actually got, and I know some of them, I know some of them personally, and we do, we don't have enough of them, but we've actually got some representatives fighting for America's best interest right now. Again, we need a lot more. I'm not saying we're there. We've got a long, long way to go. 
it was encouraging to me. I was a-okay with it. Not to mention the people who are crying specifically, the Democrats. Oh, can you believe how, you know, reckless they were last night, how just inappropriate they were? You guys, you guys created the concept of a lack of civility. That's, that's who you are. That's historically who you've been, and it's, it's damn, damn sure who you are now. And by the way, we are in a fight right now for our own self-preservation in this country. So kudos to the people who raised the stink, who got into it with Joe. Take the gloves off. Verbally pound the Democrats into the pavement. Do not give an inch on anything. We cannot. Those days are so long gone. I hope no one's in that camp anymore. Well, I hope that we can just, maybe if we, no, no. Those days are gone. Move, move on. Now, if you would have been quoting actual facts, truth, all those things, them yelling would have been, gosh, you guys got to stop. The fact that he was spewing lies and all these things. I'm glad they said something. I'm glad they, you know. 100%, because you know, I mean, at like, least some people who were watching maybe were like, well, why are they why are they causing such a stink? Is he being honest? You know, I, I sent out a tweet today. I don't think it, it did very well. Thanks a lot, Twitter. But, but like, there's far <laughs> too many people who literally just will hear what these politicians say, what these, these folks in the media say. Geraldo's out there talking today. It's like, wow. I'm all for free speech and letting people be their own people, but do we have to let Geraldo fit in that category? Can, can we just not let him ever talk again? But, there, but there's people who listen to them, and they're like, yeah, well, they said it, so it's got to be true. No. Well, As you get you older, your circle of trust should shrink. I, my circle of trust is maybe well, my wife. Maybe. <laughs> no, but did you see the dump that they did on the White House Twitter account? like hours before uh the the state of the union it was like pictures of him with graphics of all the things that he was going to be talking right about. right like, well, i so saw yeah, some of them here's all the facts that we, we he was quoting <laughs> it's like uh, uh the, the photo the photos they used too was like did they just take him out in the yard and they're like all right we're gonna just smile act <laughs> like you're having fun I, it just looked it looked awkward <laughs> It was. Everything, everything with this administration is awkward. There's no two ways about that. You could be a Democrat who supports Democrat values and policies, wants to burn our country to the ground, and you still should at least be able to say, but these guys are awkward. Like, they're not doing it. They're not doing it right. But what would a State of the Union speech by a Democrat be? It certainly wouldn't be complete unless it had some race-baiting, anti-cop rhetoric and of course, Biden, as we knew, we is you know we predicted he would, and and so did everyone else. We're not the only ones who did. He checked that box. Here was here was that scene. Most of us in here have never had to have the talk, the talk that brown and black parents have had to have with their children. Bo, Hunter, Ashton, my children. I never had to have the talk with them. I never had to tell them if a police officer pulls you over, turn your interior lights on right away. Don't reach for your license. Keep your hands on the steering wheel. Imagine having to worry like that every single time your kid got in a car. <laughs> Did you notice that he said black and brown, by the way? I mean, again, the story, not unpredictable that he'd go down this path. But he says black and brown. Before Ferguson kicked off, which kind of sent all of this into a downward spiral, we only heard of cops abusing blacks. But during the, the, the rise and prominence of the Black Lives Matter movement, they introduced brown people as being victims as well. 
Because with victim-oppressor ideology, what do you need? You need victims. You need lots of them. So let's add people in there. But as we've discussed countless times on this show, and as you probably know being a very smart audience, the stats simply don't reflect the fact that white cops are shooting black men. And even if you add in Hispanic people or Browns, as Joe refers to them, it's just there's not true. And not reaching... I love this argument anytime they make this. Because not reaching for your driver's license, keeping your hands on the wheel, that's something that we were all taught. And if, if you haven't learned that, if you didn't for some reason learn it growing up, you certainly have now with this anti-cop rhetoric and, and, and anti-cop action that's out there and is plaguing this country. These, these men and women who, who do this are, are underpaid and they're putting themselves and their lives in, in danger all the freaking time. It's common sense to do that. Don't escalate the situation. Be kind, be courteous, and follow the instructions of the law enforcement officer. I was taught that, and I, look, I'll, I'll be honest, I was raised as a, as, a, as, a, as a rather privileged white boy. I'm still white, if you haven't noticed. I've got Nordic skin. I knew that. I still know that. Am I happy when I get pulled over? No. But am I respectful and courteous and follow instructions? Yes. It's just, again, it's common sense. Well, I mean, even if their parents missed the mark on telling them that, I mean, even, I don't, I don't know about the school you went to, my high school, every year they did a whole thing about that, about getting pulled over, whether right. it was a video that we recorded or the drama team put it on or whatever it was. It's always different every year. I bet that year. was rich, by the way. Oh, it was fan. I mean, like, the videos that we recorded were fan. Do you have I mean, any of those? Like, did, does anyone have any footage of I, that? You know what? I could probably find I – could, I could call up a few of my friends who, who like, especially the director when we filmed those. I could pull some of those. Those <clears> were, <throat> They were done pretty well for high school. But you learned it in school. Like, you, you learned – like, it was there, too. So even if you missed it at the mark – but see, now, today, they're just worried about teaching about – being transgender and yes. you know your feelings don't also. reach Not for your tampon males don't do it i was more upset when i graduated and got thrown to the real world that they didn't really teach us more about like daily things like with money and banking and all that other stuff you know like we had a quick class on it where yeah. they touched on it in a few days but now I'm more upset, like, man, they're missing everything. They yeah. don't even know how to change a tire. No, no, like, no. There on. should be changing tire, wood class, woodwork class, some home ec. Yeah, you got, everyone's got to learn how to cook something yeah. and how to balance your checkbook. And then just how to not be a douchebag. That would be another great class just to work in there. Welcome uh, to Not How to Be a Douchebag 101. Um, <laughs> sir, I think I'm supposed to be in the, uh, <laughs> the, the advanced class. Yes, you are. That's down the hall. <laughs> But but these guys, they Jean, Jeanette says you're you're not white, you're pinkish tan. Thank you, Jeanette. Um, soon, you know, it's about to get warm here in Florida. I'm, it's it's warmish now, but it's gonna be warmer. I'll be out in the sun, smoking cigars and riding the boat, and I'll be I'll be a little bit more, a, a little bit less Nordic, shall we say? But Joe made the case on this specific thread here, the video that we just played. He made the case, like all Democrats do, when things like this happen that the Memphis case and what happened to Tyree Nichols, which was awful, it was wrong. It was the perfect instance of things going wrong and an abuse of power, all of that stuff. But they made it seem like it was this everyday occurrence, which it just straight up isn't. There's not, it's, it's not, there's not an ounce of data that supports it. Deep down in, in everyone's hearts, even the people who hate cops know that it's absolute garbage. It's not true. DOJ stats. 
The Democrats love to, to, to lean on science and lean on this, that, when it's convenient to them. They love to lean on things and say, this is what's going on and, and pretend to make up some stats. But DOJ stats show that unarmed blacks are less likely to be shot by white police officers than unarmed white suspects. That is the case. That has been the case. And what's even more compelling about that statistic is that police officers are more likely to be shot by black suspects than white suspects. What's also compelling is the fact that violent crime is, is committed by, over 50% of it is by the black community. And so, so for anyone who's like, well, but we only make up 13% of the population, that doesn't matter. That's literally a pointless conversation because the stats still overwhelmingly show the nonsense that the Democrats and the left are pushing is not true. But the Democrats and their friends and their proxies in the media, they ignore this. Why? Because it doesn't fit their narrative. It doesn't fit their agenda. Ryan, thought you left YouTube. We're, we're, we're trying to give the first hour free on YouTube to get to you guys. They're, they're not going to let many people see it because they hate me with passion. And then the second hour is at Red Voice Media uh, for booze and banter that we do that. You can sign up at redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew. You can try it for $1. Try it for a dollar. And then you can watch booze and banter Monday through Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. Okay. Glad you're here, by the way, Ryan. Good to see you. Um, let's get to question of the day. And then we've got lots more State of the Union stuff that we're going to get into. The question is this. I know that none of us liked it. I know that we don't like the guy who was delivering the speech, the people handling the guy. But what was your favorite part of the State of the Union? It could be a funny part. It could be something serious, whatever it might be. Let us know what your favorite part is. We're going to get to your responses, discuss it, and continue on with our post-State of the Union coverage here on the other side of the break. Stick around. Do you think America first when you spend your hard-earned money? Do you feel guilty shopping woke companies that take your money? and push a liberal agenda? The choice is yours. When you shop at Mammoth Nation, you're a part of the solution, not the problem. We have thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. These patriots love America and they're fighting for you. So do the right thing, vote with your wallet, and spend wisely. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. Whether you live at the beach, are going to one, or just want to imagine yourself there, Red Beach Nation has the comfy patriotic apparel for the occasion. But it's not just beachy pro-America merch. At Red Beach Nation, you'll find collections from some of your favorite conservative hosts and influencers throughout the country. Plus, products are fulfilled in-house and shipped right to your door without any middleman. So join the team and rep the nation. Visit redbeachnation.com. You can use promo code FREEDOM to save 10%. Again, that's redbeachnation.com. All right, let's continue with the discussion. But before we continue with State of the Union stuff, we've got to get into some responses. Favorite part of the State of the Union. June says not watching it. Fair enough. I had to. Jeanette says the same thing. My favorite part was not watching it. 
Shirley didn't watch it. Proud to say I didn't watch. I mean, come on. No one watched it? I mean, there wasn't a drinking game. Um, James says where he was called a liar. That was my favorite part. Patrick also missed the shit show. Um, fair enough. Face, uh, Kevin McCarthy's facial expressions were epic. He did. Like Kevin or not, I, I've got some issues with Kevin as well. Uh, that he, he made some great faces. He just did. And I, I don't know that he was doing that. He might have been doing it to placate to the America First conservative base to try and get some, some more WASTA with them. Whatever the reason was, they were good. Ginger says, turning the channel. Texas Shelby also says, people yelling liar. WRM CSM says... The fact that it was over. That's a good response. <clears throat> I also liked him wagging, um, waving his finger, wiggling his fingers at Republicans as they did what he was claiming. Um, yep, good answers. Trying to see what else. Old Saucy, I watched it, sadly. You kind of have to, right? Like, my wife doesn't have to. She doesn't work in this industry. She just has to put up with someone who does work in this industry. And, and she was like, you know what? I want to watch it because I'm, I'm always entertained by the nonsense that he says. And I know you need to. So we ordered some sushi. We watched it and, and had a good old time. Um, there was maybe alcohol involved. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> the kiss. Hereby removing COVID, says Mudcat. Yes, that's a good one. Jackie Feather yeah, says, I watched Benny Johnson. The comments were great. I bet they were. Benny does a good job. What were you going to say, Disco? There was a few things I liked about it. One, that you know, Republicans sat pretty much the whole time when they brought up the senior citizens. They stood and clapped. But even still, even when you were seeing like the shot, like I'm not going to play it just because it's our next clip. But you know, when you saw this shot, and you'd see Kamala stand up and McCarthy wouldn't. I thought that was brownie points for McCarthy, being like, no, like I don't agree with this. You know, even shaking his head. But yes, the best part was drinking this all night <laughs> yes some some el dorado delightful <laughs> yeah it was like, like i gotta make this fun somehow so, yes <laughs> here we go <laughs> no it's i feel like I, here's the thing i as i've spent i don't know what this is i'm about year six or seven in the digital media industry after getting out of counterterrorism and the, the nice thing is, is is even my my wife knows at this point on those on like election nights state of the union nights those nights it's like there are no rules there are no rules you you um you just do what you got to do to get through this um the, the I mean, ginger said it was nice not having camera or not having not having camera i'm talking like joe biden now. it was nice not having nancy on camera that was good yeah I, I agree yeah yeah no uh like for for my wife she, i was like you should just go lay down i'll put a movie on for you She's like, okay i was like yeah. this is this could be, you don't you don't want to sit through this <laughs> no Nope, you don't. Um, I think my favorite part was people pushing back. I, I think, you know, again, I said it earlier, like, I get it. In the past, I was a guy who said, respect the office. You respect the office no matter who is there. I didn't like Obama. I didn't like plenty of people. But when I served there, I, I said, yes, sir. You're the commander in chief. We're going to go do this. And, and I got to do fun stuff. So it didn't really matter who was telling me, like, I get to do cool stuff. But I used to have that that mindset of, of decorum and respect. I don't respect the office anymore. I just don't. It's different. I would like to again. I hope that I can again. Well, and I, I would I like for people be... to play by some form of traditional rules and, and have some form of traditional values. But, that's again, that's not where we are. We're at a point now. It's an inflection point in our country where you push back or you get pushed over. And that that is where we're at. So it, does that accomplish anything that they that they heckled him and hollered at him? No, it doesn't. But it 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 
to an extent it does because it shows us that there are some people who are willing to do that and take the flack that comes along with doing it. Oh, yeah, and it, uh, like I, I was going to say, and you kind of took it, like, if the next person in office, regardless of which side of the aisle they're on, as long as they're America first, and they're going to tell you the truth, the facts, and everything, respect there. It's given. It's it's done. You right. Know? But right. right now, he's lost our respect, and yeah. now he has to gain it back. And right now, he's not doing anything to re- to gain it back. Yeah. And so it's it, it's he's sitting there going like, okay. Yeah. Why well, as Debbie yelling? says, when when we the people aren't respected, it's hard to respect them. Exactly. Yeah. This is a two way street. You guys work for us. Where where all this went askew, and we you could predict that it was going to. And I say all of this, meaning our country, our government system. Is first of all, the Democrats think we have a different system than we actually do. They think it's a democracy, and and that it should be big government. He even said we, it last night. He multiple times. All all, all <laughs> night. It's like. That's not even what we are. Maybe that's why we went wrong. You guys just don't know where you are. But but it's uh, – anyways, we, 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 could, we could keep going on with that forever. Uh, good responses on the question. Keep them coming in. Hit that like button wherever you're at, by the way, and uh, let's keep the engagement going on all the different platforms. Wherever you are, we're damn glad that you're here, and there's a lot of different platforms we're going to, so we appreciate you wherever you are. Um, we said yesterday, though, talking about where this speech was going to go, that Joe would get angry, and he did. Again, it's not some difficult prediction to make, but he did his angry old man at an inappropriate time routine last night. Check it out. It was right here. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. That's someone <laughs> heckling, like laughing in the background. I hope so. They should be. I mean, it's it's what it sounded like. Here, I'll just play so we can hear the audience. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. Right there. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I said this last night in our in our in our work chat. Like, it's I don't know exactly what's there. It's been there before. It's not just last night. But I don't understand why it looks as though there is a salt and pepper shaker in front of. Yes. Kevin McCarthy. And there was when, when Nancy was in that seat, but it's like, what, why do we need condiments for this thing? Like, it's are already inefficient with all the standing and sitting and clapping. Let's just move on from it. Are they flasks? Maybe. I, if it was a flask, <laughs> I'd be like, hell yeah. I mean, I have a straight-up bar there. You're sitting next to, to come on. But let's get to, to his comments there. So Joe flips out and gets all angry. You know, again, it was out of place. But if you listen to what he said and you, and you think about it, it's like, wait a second, Joe. You're telling me, based on, on the logic that was just in your statement, the sentiment that was in your statement, that no world leader, including yourself, wouldn't want to be boss for life and be able to kill your political enemies? I don't, I don't buy it. Sign me up. I'd take that gig in a heartbeat. That's a great gig. It's painfully obvious that that wasn't the sentence that was written for Joe. It doesn't make any sense, and especially the way that he delivered it. Who in their right mind, though, when offered a dictator for life gig, would turn it down? Some, some, some people out there who are, who are super self-righteous would be like, you know what, I, 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 I wouldn't do that. I would. All the power, all the money, all that. Like, a lot of people would. We're broken humans. That's like saying I'd rather not be a billionaire, said no one ever. We also said and predicted that he would go after guns. And it wouldn't be a Democrat speech unless there was talk 
about infringing on our Second Amendment rights, and he did. There's just a really short soundbite right here. This was it. Banned assault weapons now. First of all, he got the, the, you know, the structure was wrong. It should be ban, an, act, an action, not banned assault weapons. But guys, here's the deal. <laughs> he's, he's not just talking, and we, talk, we, we get into this all the time. This, today is not about the Second Amendment. But he's not just talking about ARs, y'all. That's, just, that's not the case. He introduced the kid who disarmed the, the Lunar New Year uh, shooter and referred to the shooter's weapon as an assault pistol. Something that, like assault weapon, doesn't exist. I've dealt with guns. I've carried guns my entire life. I was paid, trained and paid by you guys to go take care of people with said guns. I understand guns pretty damn well. That's not something that exists. But it's also not a mistake on the part of the Democrats because these people, when it comes to guns, know exactly what they're doing. They're phrasing all of that terminology. It's Again, it's a word game with them and they're wordsmiths. They do it well. It's purposeful, and they want to get rid of handguns as well. If you, if you break it down, again, we're not going to go down this path. You have an AR that looks scary, right? They call it a weapon of war, an assault weapon. It's neither of those. It's a semi-automatic weapon. That's the slippery slope that they're going to go to. They have a clear, clear path ahead of what they want to do. And what they do with these terminologies, with assault pistol and assault weapon and weapon of war, when you don't have a clear definition and you have this broad term, then everything fits into that category. And that's what they're doing there. That's what they're doing there. Don't think for a second. If you, We always say it. You give them an inch, they will take a mile, and they will take thousands of miles. It is, it, we are so close. If you give up on that to the point where they say, well, you can't have this either because technically they're both semi-automatic. And you can't have this either. You'll be back at a musket before you know it. We also all knew that he would make up words or get, just give up on words because a sentence is long and exhausting if you're an 80-year-old dementia-riddled man. And he did hear when he said that something, I don't, let's see if we can make out what he would veto. He's going to veto something here. Make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. Let's play that again, Disco. Let's roll that back. If we can. Yep, give me a second. Make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. Bezibitism. Cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. Something was in the jobs. But here's what's great about it. This is a perfect picture of our country. He, he makes up, I mean, the, the amount of letters that were in whatever he's going to veto there is through the roof. But not only is it, is it unintelligible, but the place goes wild. They're like, yeah, like that sounds amazing. Y'all, come on. I, and I get it. There's some context. And obviously, they kind of know what they're talking about. But he just literally said nothing and said that he would veto it, and the crowd went wild. Exactly. Everyone's saying the same thing. And he got a standing ovation. What the F? And they were clapping. Exactly, June. Exactly. 
But I've kind of I've alluded to it a couple times now. My favorite part of the night might have been the live engagement and the arguments with Joe that were happening real time. The pushback, the heckling. Here, let's play this first one. Here, here is the first one, and then we'll get into another one. Making the wealthy pay their fair share. Some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. <laughs> Let me give you anybody who doubts it. Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look. Folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. <laughs> Folks, so folks, as we all apparently agree. Social Security and Medicare is off the, off the books now. <laughs> I love it. I, I, again, it wasn't like a couple people. They all were like, um, no, hell no. That's not true whatsoever. And that's what's needed because, again, these guys get away with just throwing things out there. They throw a soundbite out there that they think is going to work, and sadly it does for a lot of people, and they get away with it. This is one of those instances and situations where there's enough people who, who are living in reality and saying, no, that's not true. That's not what we're saying or trying to do at all. And we're going to call you on it. Again, are the hard left Dems going to, to buy it? No, they're going to listen to him. And they're going to go along with his fear-mongering, as Shirley's saying. But, but there's some people who maybe were like, hold on, what was all that hoopla about? They clearly are not in agreement with what he's saying. You know, I thought it was good. But this one was probably the best. If we had to, to break it down to the best response, it's the straight up laughter. And then Joe, like, notice how Joe has to figure out like how to work his way out of this. The straight up laughter saying that we're going to need oil for at least another decade. Production. And when I talk to a couple of them, they say, well, we're afraid you're going to shut down all the oil wells and all the uh, oil refineries anyway. So why should we invest in them? I said, we're going to need oil for at least another decade. And that's going to exceed... <laughs> And beyond that, we're going to need it. Production. If they had, in fact, invested in the production to keep gas prices down, instead, they used the record profits to buy back their own stock, rewarding the CEOs and shareholders. Corporations ought to do the right thing. <laughs> I, love, I love how he kind of stops, like, and longer. Like, do we need it? Do we need it? Like, I think we do need it. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. But the straight up, not, this one wasn't heckling, per se. It was just straight up laughter. Like, you fool. Again, I'm not some anti-tech development and innovation curmudgeon. I, I'm, I'm game with it at certain points if it makes sense for the common good. Common good meaning us, not them. 
But we're not there. We're not there in electric vehicles. We're not there in any of that. And you've destroyed our energy in, uh, dependent. I mean, we, we were energy depend, independent, and now we're energy dependent. And and we've lost people's jobs and their livelihoods, and we're, are, we're facing crazy prices. We're facing all of this stuff, none of which needed to happen. The solutions were simple. They were there. They were right before you. And to think that they can do all of this and that in, in 10 years, some people want it less, you, you can just get rid of that? Like, it's literally nonsensical. It's, it, there's no truth to that whatsoever. And I love well, that it, they called them on it. Yeah, and I'd say, like, the hard part is it's like, you know, there were people back when um, – well, I can't remember her name. Uh, she uh, was from Alaska, uh, had the glasses Sarah she was Palin. running. Yeah, Sarah Palin. When she was, when they were making fun of her on SNL, there were literally Democrats who were like, "Well, I heard Sarah Palin say this." Right. No, no, no. That was whatever her name was portraying her on Saturday Night Live. No, it, it was it was her. I know it was her. So now they're going to take something like this, where they're like, Biden said that there's Republicans who want to get rid of you know Social Security, Medicare. Like, <laughs> he's wrong. And that's right. now they have the soundbite. Now it's there, and there's people who are going to ride till ride for it till the next election well look this is what they're saying you know yeah. and it's just awful everything's pretty awful these days uh, uh the sushi i had last night was was outstanding um i won't say the name because i don't want other people going there but it's disco's had it when he's in town and it's great soon he's going to be here and he'll have it well what what, what day is going to be sushi day uh maybe thursday do we do thursday sushi sushi day I'll do any. Yeah. Maybe we can make it every day. Uh, maybe we hire the chef to work in the studio. <laughs> Rose. Just a plate of sushi. Yeah, just a plate of sushi in front of us during the show. Like, hmm. That'd be. Cr- <laughs> I wouldn't talk at all, which may- some people would love. <laughs> I would just. <laughs> um, okay. We'll start a I w- new channel for that. Yes, that'll be. <laughs> yeah. What's that? What's that uh, weird phenomena or like? I don't. Uh, Is the sound one or whatever? Yeah, it's like letters. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. Sounds so um, intelligent what I'm saying right now. There's letters in it. Clearly shows we know what, what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I want to get to some of the other responses from the speech. We're going to show a little bit of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. We're going to show Trump. We're going to show Lauren Boebert. And we're also going to show Chris Wallace over at CNN. Can't you wait to hear what he has to say? It's going to be great. That's coming up. We'll tell you more about booze and banter as well on the other side. Stick around. big tech and other woke companies give billions to the radical left? They're literally using your money to take your vote and your freedoms away from you. Stop! Shop at Mammoth Nation instead, the conservative marketplace. Get huge discounts on thousands of products from hundreds of American and veteran-owned retailers. Vote at the booth and with your wallet. This is how we fight tyranny, folks. Right now, go to mammothnation.com and become a lifetime member. Use this promo code and save 30%. Hey guys, it's a crazy world out there and we're facing more uncertainty than we've faced in a long time, if not ever. And the most important advice I can give you and your loved ones is to be prepared. Most people realize they need something way too late in the event of a disaster, be it a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid war. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones as you adjust to whatever crisis you're facing and develop a strategy. 
And thankfully, Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. With Heaven's Harvest, you're not only supporting a pro-America Christian company that shares your values, but you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetable seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your own foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. Right now, go to heavensharvest.com and use promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, to save. Let's hit this last segment. Let's hit it hard. Like Paul Pelosi, hard. And then we're going to get on over to Booze and Banter. Reminder, you can sign up for Booze and Banter at redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew. That's where you sign up. Once you've done that, you're good to go. Then you just go each day after the show to redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. Or you can click the live premium player on Red Voice Media. That's how you do it. We want to spend some time with you there. We got some chat stuff worked out. We'll talk about it over in Booze and Banter once you're there. We'll tell you how to get your username to populate the right way, all of that stuff. But we've got um, several responses here that I want to get into. And let's start with Trump's. President Trump put out this response to Joe Biden's speech last night. Take a look. Here's the real State of the Union. Over the past two years under Biden, millions and millions of illegal aliens from 160 different countries have stormed across our southern border. Drug cartels are now raking in billions of dollars from smuggling poison to kill our people and to kill our children. Savage killers, rapists, and violent criminals are being released from jail to continue their crime wave. And under Biden, the murder rate has reached the highest in the history of our country. Biden and the radical Democrats have wasted trillions of dollars and caused the worst inflation in half a century. Real wages are down 21 months in a row. Gas prices have soared and are now going up much higher than even before. And the typical American family is paying $2,200 in increased energy and food costs each year. Joe Biden's weaponized Justice Department, and I'm a victim of it, is persecuting his political opponents. His administration is waging war on free speech. They're trying to indoctrinate and mutilate our children. He's leading us to the brink of World War III. And on top of all of that, he's the most corrupt president in American history, and it's not even close. But the good news is we are going to reverse every single crisis, calamity, and disaster that Joe Biden has created. I am running for president to end the destruction of our country and to complete the unfinished business of making America great again. We will make our country better than ever before, and we will always put America first. Thank you. All right, well done. Well done. I, the message is clear, and the message should be what everyone wants, and that is America first. Again, people get caught up. They get wrapped around the axle because tr- it's associated with Trump, that, that terminology, just like, just like MAGA was, right? 
Make America great again. What's wrong with that? Nothing. America first. What's wrong with that? Nothing. So we've got to do a good job. That was a great speech by him. Again, I've been picking on Trump here, and I think it's justified lately because he's been going after DeSantis and, and, and splitting our party. I don't care if you like Trump more than DeSantis or vice versa. I, I, I do care if you think that we're going to be able to win and be stronger by dividing things. But it's stuff like that. that that's good. Like, do, like, stay there. Push the truth. Push America and, and, and a strong America. All of that stuff. That's what we've got to go after. Um, but he wasn't the only one. Obviously, lots of people responded. I want to get to, to several of these here. So let's, let's go next to Lauren Boebert. Uh, Jesse Kelly's 2021. I don't know who won 2022, actually, but I think Lauren was 2021 hottest Congresswoman of the year, got herself a, a half-used Red Lobster gift card. Here was her response. The best part about tonight was Nancy Pelosi not sitting behind the podium at the State of the Union. I was seriously disappointed in Biden's speech tonight. No real solutions on the border, nor did he take responsibility for the invasion of millions of illegals entering our country. No proposal on how to end the fentanyl poisoning, killing Americans. No vision for how to lower inflation. He attacked and disparaged American energy producers. He lied about Republicans wanting to cut Medicare and Social Security. We made it very clear tonight that is off the table. All Joe Biden did was try and personally take credit for America recovering from the COVID pandemic when Democrats shut down our businesses, schools, and churches. There was no hint on ending vaccine mandates for healthcare workers. Instead of lies and grandstanding, Joe Biden should come to the terms with the fact that Republicans now control the House and he needs to start negotiating with us if he wants anything to pass. Another fail for Joe Biden tonight. The best thing I can say about the speech is it's over. Now let's make Biden's next State of the Union his last. Let's make it his last. I like it. It was good not seeing Nancy there. Ginger said that earlier in the comments. That was her favorite part. And hola to you as well, Elena. Glad that you're here. So good response. We'll see. It's What's funny is, is you get all this response from the left who are saying all these positive, you know, just, just gushing over how great he was. Geraldo, again, who I like to pick on, talked about how you guys were expecting this man in cognitive decline, and he wasn't. Okay, but he was drugged up, and almost everything he said was an absolute and complete lie. So maybe he didn't seem as cognitively impaired last night, but it still wasn't good. Anyways, you've got all these people saying this, and now there's – and he went on to say, too, he's, he's all but ensured the nomination – for his party in 2024 based on that. It's like, what, what, what were you listening to? Like, and more, uh, not what were you listening to? That's not the right question. What are you paying attention to? What are you looking at and experiencing around you in this life? Well, you know, the one thing that's for sure is that the democratic party showed unity last night and they always do. They're always backing each other up and everything that's being said and spewed out and all that stuff. They stood up and clapped. They did all this stuff that doesn't guarantee anything. They, he could be out of there tomorrow if they wanted him out tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, cause you know, they, they, they could make that swing. But last night they stood up and showed that, you know, yeah, we agree with everything he's saying, you know, like it's. Well, and Sam, there was one poll, obviously polls are skewed and you can make a poll, say whatever you want it to say. But there was one poll I saw this morning that said 72% approved of, or, or liked his message, his speech last night. It's like, 
You guys, any I can stand up. I can tell you everything you want to hear. I can figure out what you want to hear. I can stand up there and, and talk for, I talk for hours every day. I'll, I'll do that. But none of it is true. It's not, it's just not, it's not true. And, but like people are like, I don't know, he, he kept it together. Like he didn't have as many gaffes. Like he said a bunch of stuff. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's, that's, that's what it is. And, and you're right. And that, June said like the, the Democrats stick together. They have a plan. Now, I, I don't know that Biden's a part of their plan moving forward. I still think he's not, but they have a plan and our side's tearing itself apart right now. No. And the hard part is, is that unless you go and do the research yourself and you only watch mainstream media, you will hear that speech and be like, yeah, this is great. He's telling all the truth and all the facts. Yeah. But it's not. And that's the hard part is that <clears throat> they're being spoon fed this, these things, the propaganda of this, you know, mess that's going in front of us. And they're taking it in like, it, oh, yeah, 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 we have been getting a lot of jobs and gas is low. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I, that's just like, I was texting last night in our chat was like, who's going to fact check this guy? Like, cause I would love. I, I literally. I wish if I were there, I would have had like a bear horn every time he said something false. Her, you know, like just like. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that came from. You know, but he was wrong. That's why. I just, <laughs> every time he says something wrong, I'm gonna blow it. Up, true breed. That sounds good. Sounds good. Love some venison. Um, you can make anyone happy if you tell them what they want to hear. Says Junior. Right. Absolutely right. I look. <clears throat> It was bad. I'm going to share some audio here. I think there's some visual of it, too, of him. I'm sorry to do it to you. I hate Chris Wallace. He's awful. He, he's he's someone who pretends to be middle of the road slash conservative. He's obviously not. He's obviously Democrat. He left Fox because no one liked him there, and Fox had gone pretty liberal anyways. He left there to go to CNN Plus. CNN Plus lasted, you know, five minutes, got shut down, and then he's been doing some other stuff there. But he... He laid on the praise last night. Listen to what Chris Wallace had to say about Biden in his speech. Once who were unruly and yelling and heckling That's the president, not there. only did they make themselves look bad, they really allowed him an opportunity to look vigorous. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, they literally played into his hands. Uh, you know, I don't know if uh, the, the people at the White House, as they were drafting at a Camp David this weekend, envisioned that happening the way it did, but it, it played out perfectly. And, you know, I'm looking back at the end of that whole sequence where he was engaging back and forth with, with the Republicans. He said, so tonight, let's all agree to stand up for seniors. And, of course, one of the things that you notice in these speeches is half the House, the Democratic side for a Democratic president, stands up the other side, sit on their hands. When he said, let's all stand up for seniors, there was no politician who was not going to stand up for seniors. <laughs> And so they were standing up while he said, let's all agree not to cut Social Security. Let's all agree not to cut Medicare. And when they were all standing up, he said, well, apparently it's not going to be a problem. It was a brilliant mm -hmm. moment that, it, you know, it like, took something that had been prepared by the speechwriters and he made it his own and he made it magic. It was, it was really yeah. quite a piece of political showmanship. <laughs> okay. So I, I love that, first of all, he's given Joe credit for like, interpreting it and doing his own thing now i will give him i will give joe credit on this here's the one thing i will give him credit on is he did not challenge anyone to a push-up contest when people were challenging him usually he gets mad and he starts saying come on jack and challenging people to a fight or a push-up contest that didn't happen he he, he smiled and, and let it happen but 
I don't know how Chris thinks that he won there. You could you could say he he didn't lose his mind, his ever loving mind, and and go off the handles there, and that wouldn't be necessarily untrue. But but he didn't win the moment. He was he was called out on national television in the instance of the oil comment, laughed at, laughed at, and it was amazing. Up true breed, thank you so much. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for the support. Thanks for the support that's come in on, on YouTube today, too. All of you guys, uh, it goes a long way. We really do appreciate We appreciate you being here and engaging. But I just, I just found that to be <laughs> remarkable. Uh, <clears throat> Jack, you guys are sick shits. You can say it. You don't have to use, like, a di division sign there. You can just say it. I Technically, my old employer it called me a sociopath because I had to be for my job. All of us, not just me. Not just me. You had, you know, to do the stuff that I used to do. You had to be so. So maybe, maybe that's a true statement. We're glad you're here, even even if, uh, even if you're trolling. Okay, then let's finish our oh, last. Is it like sick, like cool, like we're sick. Maybe, yeah. maybe Jack. That's. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think I'm pretty cool. I mean, my mom says I'm special. She's always told me that. Um, <clears throat> okay, let's finish with this one. Huckabee weighed in. Sarah Huckabee Sanders gave you know, a rebuttal to this speech at the end of the night. Let's hear what the governor of Arkansas had to say. And while you reap the consequences of their failures, the Biden administration seems more interested in woke fantasies than the hard reality Americans face every day. Most Americans simply want to live their lives in freedom and peace. But we are under attack in a left-wing culture war we didn't start and never wanted to fight. Every day, we are told we must partake in their rituals, salute their flags, and worship their false idols, all while big government colludes with big tech to strip away the most American thing there is, your freedom of speech. That's not normal. It's crazy, and it's wrong. Make no mistake, Republicans will not surrender this fight. We will lead with courage and do what's right not what's politically correct or convenient. Okay, so fair points coming in from everyone here, right? There's people saying, I don't trust her. She refused to say if she'd back Trump. Lots of comments on that. I'm not disputing that. But what she says is correct. What she says is correct. All these, look, I don't trust a damn politician in D.C. or in any of the 50 states that are out there. There's some that I like more than others. But... But her comments, her comments were right. Her comments were right, and I will give her that. Again, what we've got to do, we talk about it a lot, and you guys weigh in on this, and you guys will, will, will pile in on that. We can't divide ourselves further. I agree. I agree. There, there, there's got to be one, one of the, the, the best, I forget who said it, but everyone has, has gotten into this thing, and I think it's, I, honestly, I think it's a play by the other side. Or, or part of our side, who knows what the case might be. But everyone gets into this, this conversation and, and, and heavy judgment zone where they determine what is a conservative and what's not. Again, there's some pretty clear-cut ideas on how that works in terms of some of the establishment types. You know, folks like Chris Wallace in the media who think they're a they don't know the first thing about conservatism. But there's the Mitt Romneys, there's the Adam Kinzingers, the, the Elizabeth Cheneys, all these people. Get it. I'm not talking about them. If you argue on their behalf, you're an idiot. 
But on the other side, we're eating each other up. Like, I, I, again, I don't know enough. I, I know a lot about Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I don't know enough about her to say whether I'm on her side or not. But I'm not going to just kick her to the curb completely. If she can do some good for us, great. If she can't, then I'm kicking her to the curb. But it's also, this This is where we get tricky. Again, I, I, or it gets tricky. I don't think that we can say this person's conservative, this person's not conservative, when they're both maybe conservative, but they're different kind of conservatives. Like, at the end of the day, we need people who, who want to secure our border, make America awesome, want to ride unicorns to work as fireworks shoot out of its ass. Like, that's, that's what we need. We need people who want that. And then we can disagree on some other stuff. And then we root out the people who are more establishment types who are just playing the D.C. Swamp game. Let's get rid of them. But <clears throat> that's the second time you've brought up the uh, America being a unicorn shooting fireworks out. Yeah. Ass. Well, I, my, I my girls love unicorns and I love fireworks. Yeah. So let's mash them together. So I got a question for you. And I know we're getting close to actually we should probably but I got a question to, to end it for you. OK. Now, do you think someone like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the reason why they're like, hey, throw your ring, throw your hat in the ring. You know, let's let's have you do this. Do you think it's. Just another play to be like, you know, we this person could get votes. Someone may not vote for Trump, but they'll vote for her. Take votes away from the Democrats. Like you think that like that could be some of these people who are chiming in doing these things, or do you think they're like, no, I could beat Trump? No, um, I I think that they're just taking away from Trump. I they, these people, what's the the um, I can't think of the damn saying, but the, 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 there's people on the right and the left. The left, neither the right or the left. Lots of them want Trump to run. And they don't want him there. And it's anyone who's a part of the system. Will you play nice with us behind closed doors? Mm, That's okay. check yeah, one. I, I see and then saying, do you yeah. cut away from that? Sarah Huckabee Sanders isn't going to tell. I mean, she's, some of the things that she's done in Arkansas have been good. Is she doing them because she believes them? I hope so. Or is she doing them because that's what her constituents are? Probably. Or a combination there and of both. But some of the things that they're doing, I mean, she's in the South. Like that, That's not going to work on a national level for these Democrats. I don't think she's going to take democrat voters that is i guess the long and the short of that there there's people who are willing to do anything and everything to prevent donald j trump from ever serving in office again even if it means the republicans losing elections forevermore because they just hate him that much and it's that's that's the level of hatred that's out there and it's ridiculous it's ridiculous We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Okay, I do know where we're going. We're going over to Red Voice Media. You guys should come along. It's redvoicemedia.com forward slash Drew Crew to sign up. You can try it for $1, my friends. Get on over there, do that, get yourself set up, and then come to watch at redvoicemedia.com forward slash BB. The chats are in the link. We'll look forward to seeing you there. If we don't, for whatever reason, we'll judge you. We'll also miss you, and we'll look forward to seeing you right back here tomorrow to finish off the week of programming. We hope you have a great day. Be safe, be smart, be free. You've just heard Drew Burquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.